sent out. A few years ago, when Father Dan Keneally, Father Big, to the students, when his first year here, he took, he had been connected to these missionaries in Honduras, and so he took three students with him that first year, and later more students. But, so these three young men went, and they would, they joined up with these Catholic missionaries there in Honduras, and they would go door to door, visiting people, spending time with them, praying with them, and then inviting them to the church for a mission and mass and confessions and things. And afterwards, when those three men, young men came back, each of them, at different times, individually, came to me and said, Father, I'm thinking about the priesthood. Now, two of these three didn't even speak Spanish. They, they, they didn't have a whole lot to offer except just themselves. But they went, and they saw how God worked through their poverty, their nothingness, to do incredible blessings in these people's lives. Now, none of these three men actually went to seminary, but, but it taught them about the power of putting yourself in God's hands and allowing him to, to send you out where we rely only on him. The disciples experience that today as Jesus sends them out two by two. He gives them his authority. And they are to take nothing but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belt. Okay, you get to wear sandals at least. Okay, I'm reasonable. Um, but not a second tunic, you know? What's the point of that? Is, is there security in themselves? Or is it complete abandonment to the providence of God? Even to lean on their own resources of self, like these young men not even being able to speak Spanish. It's like our our first reading, the prophet Amos points out, "I, I was no prophet, nor have I belonged to a company of prophets. I was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores. The Lord took me and, and, and he said to me, go. And what did Amos do? He went. And God worked through him in incredible ways. There's, there's something powerful about just, just going and, and relying on the Lord. The other thing about not having stuff is it kind of liberates you. I remember a while back before I, was, before I went to seminary, um, I knew Father Will back then, and he, was, he helped this priest move his stuff. He goes, yeah, Father so-and-so wants help moving his stuff. I'm like, oh, how, how did it go? And he goes, Matt. <laughs> he goes, Matt, he, he, he only had like a few boxes. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, like just fit in the backseat of his car, and he went. And, and I was like, oh. And, and, and Father Will was like touched by that, and through that I was touched. I was like, he's like, yeah, he, he can just go wherever the Lord sends him. And, and maybe, maybe college students can relate to that, you know, having so few things, you know, you guys. But there's a freedom to that. Like, I want to spend the summer in Flagstaff. I want to go whatever. I want to... There's a freedom to that. And, and the other people in the community will tell you as things accumulate, it gets harder. You feel almost burdened. 
I mean, not, those things in themselves are not bad. Have, having attached, you know, uh, having things is not bad, but when things have us, that, that's not helpful. But again, is, am I relying on my, my own resources or am I relying on the Lord and allowing him to send me? Because that, that's a point that happens here is Jesus is the one who sends. Now, I, I can't control where he sends me. I can't even make him send me. All right, Lord, you know. But, but actually, I can say to him, okay, Lord, I give you permission to send me. That's what I can control. I can control whether I choose to allow him to send me. I can choose whether I trust him or not. I can give him permission. And so maybe that's a question we can ask today. Am I willing to go wherever the Lord sends me? I actually think the first place the Lord, before the Lord can send us out, usually he wants to send us in, where we have to face the mess in our own lives, before we can go help other people encounter the Lord in their mess. The Lord wants to encounter us in our mess first. And that's actually what moves us. I, I, mean, I just feel that in my own life my own poverty and weakness, feeling the Lord saying, I, I want you. I, I know who you are. I know where you're at. When I, I was working as an engineer and the pastor of the local parish came to me and he said, I want you to become a youth minister. And I was like, I'm an, an engineer. Like, <laughs> if you've got a circuit board, I can talk to it. But a person, that's different, you know? And he says, I, I know who you are, and we want you. It's not your competence that we're after. It's you. And the Lord looks at us and says, it's not your competence that I want. It's a willing spirit. Am I, am I willing to let the Lord go where he wants to go? First and foremost, to come in. For me to know his love and healing and peace. And then moved by that love to be willing to go and, and, and to go share him with others. That's what those young men experienced. They're like, wow, God really works through me even when I have nothing to give. And so what, it's not about what we have, but what do we have? St. Paul in our letter to the Ephesians says, we've been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Now, when I talk to the average college student, they'll say, well, I don't feel like I have anything. I talk to God, I don't hear his voice, I don't feel his presence, I feel like I have nothing. It's like, well, well God's not a feeling. But St. Paul points out that we have, we have God's divine grace, we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, that Jesus Christ chooses to come be with us Yes, 2,000 years ago to be with us on the cross, but he continues, he chooses to be with us today. And so those, those three young men, were they alone as they went? Who was with them? And 
Was he with them just as they went on a mission trip? Is God with us just on a mission trip? Is he with us now? What, what does he want? Does, does God just want to use us? God just wants something from me. No. He wants us to know the blessing of his presence. That he loves us just as we are. Not because we've done anything. I can't, I can't be perfect. There's nothing I could do to earn his love. But I'm invited to receive his love. That he came and died for us while we were yet sinners. And so even today, as I stand here a sinner, he says, I love you and want to be with you. Will you let me? And then he wants to send me out when, when he knows I'm ready by his standards, not mine. Because I'm never ready by my standards. You know, like I, I'll say to people like, hey, well, why don't you lead a Bible study? And they're like, Father, I'm not like those other people that can memorize scripture. It's like, it's like people say, I'm not like those other people that can learn language. I'm not good with language. We all think we're not good at language and we're not good at leading Bible study, right? And the Lord says, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, are you willing? Are you willing to go and let me work through you? I was speaking recently with a graduate who uh, was trying to discern and figure out a situation that many of us have experienced. She's like, now that I've graduated, she's like, I have a bunch of friends who they're not living the Catholic faith so well anymore. Like, I feel like they should know better, but they're not really doing it. And, and I, my, my first response is, it's never about knowing better. We all know better. That's not why we sin. We don't sin because, oh, I didn't realize that was a sin. There's, there's a brokenness within me that thinks that this coping mechanism of sin is actually will make me feel better when really the one I need is the Lord. And she's like, she's like, okay, so what do I do? And I was like, well, that sounds like, that sounds like, that sounds like missionary territory. How do I help someone I care about know God's love? How, how do I let them know that God wants to come be in their lives? I said, why don't we go be in their lives? Why don't you go have coffee? Why don't you go have lunch? Well, what do I say? I was like, no, no, no. If you, if you ever don't know what to say, it's because there's nothing to say. It's time to listen. You say, what's going on? How you doing? What do you want? Because when is it time to speak? When the audience is listening. And most of the time, people aren't listening. So what do we do? We love them as they are until the doors are open and the ears are open. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a theologian. I'm not you, Father Matt. I'm not a spiritual director. It's like, no. But are you willing to go? And as you experience the Lord working through you, you realize it wasn't me. It was him the whole time. That it's actually God who's doing everything. God is the one who does everything. And he invites us into what he's doing to share that with him. And so as the disciples are sent out, they, they, they didn't go to school for a few years and get a degree and then were sent out. They grew as they were sent out. They were open to being sent and they went.